0: Afternoon, evening, wherever you may be, it is time for another edition of State Champs Hang Time Michigan. We are in the thick of things here, getting set to go to the Breslin Center. At the time we are recording this, it is Wednesday tell you what it's hard to call it this year you just don't everything's know. turned on
1: its ear man but 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 the, the man the
0: district's on
1: the madness is in full effect and, and and that's awesome yes i mean that's that's, that's what's what exciting about the tournament
0: that's right absolutely scott bernstein tj kelly here i'm lauren plant matt mowry will be along to talk about the girls they're in the regional uh stage of their tournament so we'll talk about that later in the show no b cam segment this week, uh, but we do have uh, a nice, big, long Mr. Basketball package uh, honoring, of course, Romeo Weems, who uh, his team is no longer in the tournament, but uh, he was named Mr. Basketball Monday. We did a nice feature. That'll be on State Champs TV, State Champs social media. So make sure uh, you check that out. And uh, we had a nice conversation with the young man.
1: He's a good dude. And let's let's give a tip of the hat to Romeo for, for keeping it in. mitten for all four years this is a guy that could have easily left yes um i'm sure there was a lot of temptation there to you know get out of new haven get out of the mac go play at you know mount verity or a lalu or uh uh, IMG and he said, you know, yeah. I'm sticking here. I'm sticking with my boys. I'm sticking with Coach France. I'm sticking with uh, Ronnie Jeffrey, his his running mate the last four years, and yeah. he had a, a an amazing four year run, two Final Fours, a state championship. You know, he goes down as as you know one of the one of the the, the true greats that's ever played in the state of Michigan. So
2: you
3: know,
1: yeah, kudos, I mean, yeah, yeah well, no I, doubt.
2: And and the other thing is, I mean, he mean he's one of those kids where he gets it as far as like meaning so much to those communities. You know, I'm watching New Haven and Pontiac last week. And I'm like, man, this is great to see. Oh, yeah. You know, two communities that I mean, they, that that are probably shells of them or are shells of themselves. You know, but it, wow, it was great to see them rally for around one night for for one night. Yeah. And, you know, it and, and it's one of those things that they'll always be able to look at those kids and say, hey, you remember that? You know, yeah. I think they'll speaks, be walking around with their grandkids, and
1: somebody's going to say, you know who that is? I think it speaks and, to Romeo's character, frankly, yeah. and, and his dedication. Because a, a, as sad of a statement as this is, I think nine times out of ten. Someone of Romeo's caliber skips town and goes to a prep school.
0: Right, and the relationship he had with his coach, which was special, especially in the climate that we're in. Yeah, which was special. Yeah, and uh, if you want to see highlights of that uh, uh, game against Pontiac and uh, New Haven, we had that on state champs. So those highlights will live forever. You you can watch it and say, "What's that?" This guy made Uh, he was throwing it down that night. He was throwing it down. There's
1: effortless triple doubles. I I have yet to see a player, at least in my time covering. The, the 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 prep sports landscape in the last 11 12 years that as that made it look so easy yeah. stuff in the stat sheet the way Rome
0: Okay, so here's what's going to happen now because obviously we have a lot to say and we also want to respect our audience, respect our editors uh, because it's a lot of work to have to put together these shows. So, uh, I kind of had a revelation yesterday. What we're going to do is for many of you who are watching hang time right now, Uh, you know, that of course includes graphics and B-roll and all of this content, so, uh, and that's what makes it challenging to do. So we're gonna keep the video portion of the show to a half hour, but... We are then going to come back. We're going to continue in an audio version. So you can go to iTunes, Google Play, uh, SoundCloud, uh, wherever you want to absorb your po- podcast, the audio podcast. We're going to keep going because we got a lot cool. to talk about, and we're going to be able to uh, get everything off our chest. And for you, the diehard basketball fan, if you're in your car… And- You know, you want to listen to a a sweet prep show for an hour, we're going to bring it to you. So that's what's happening. So uh, quickly, I want to mention our sponsors, Lawrence Tech, the MHSAA. Uh, Remember, live video and live audio of all the state semifinals and the finals uh, at the MHSAA website. Um, For the video, I know there's a subscription fee, but it's also on TV. Uh, But uh, you can get the semis, which a lot of times, if you want to hear the whole game and all of that, uh, or watch the whole games, they've got them. So check it out. Hungry Howie's Dough Razor.com. JoeRazor.com is the best fundraiser out there for your team, uh, for your group, uh, for an event. Go and check it out. And also uh, BCAM, the Basketball Coaches Association of Michigan. Again, uh, Miss Basketball will be announced on Monday, March eighteenth. So that is coming up. Uh, so here are the topics uh, that we're going to have uh, for the video side of this particular podcast. We're going to talk about the Division One quarterfinals at Callahan Hall, which of course we're off the hook. We're going to talk about Detroit Edison and what they did in Division Three in the quarterfinals, and we have to talk about Harper Woods, Chandler Park. I know they feel that we have the slept, most underappreciated have slept undefeated on them. team in the state. Yes, we have not slept on them, and I can explain a little bit more about that. We did talk about them last week, but then we didn't talk about them, and I'll give you that update later. Uh, but we're going to talk about them today because they deserve it, no doubt. Uh, and I will also be at the game on Friday night for River Rouge and, I and think, oh, Chandler Park. I think that'll be a good one? At 7.30 at night, the final yeah. state semifinal
1: should be the best. And I was at the regional final last week and wrote a column uh, for the state champs' website. That oh, I yeah. know it's gotten a lot of traction yes. the last couple of days, so check that out. Yeah,
0: exactly. So, you know, I know they haven't lost a game. So uh, w- we didn't sleep on them, but, uh, again, they are, let's just say – performing extremely well and surprised the many cream ever. is rising okay but. all right all right here we go so let's talk about the uh, division one quarterfinals at uh, callahan Eight thousand
1: people yeah. that place was rocking yeah. yes. like the dick vital years yes. in the 1970s
0: yes and and unlike we've done in the past in state champs where we always feel like we got to get those state finals highlights on like the next day on sunday we said hold up hold up we're doing digital shows now where we're going to do the state finals in a bundle you can watch the games number one on tv uh, we are going to do it the next week, and we're going to do a special kind of hang time collabo right. where we're going to analyze and break down the state finals, and then we'll show long, long-form highlights of those games as well and get into it. So Looking forward to it. It's going to be sweet. So this week's show, we're going to feature some quarterfinal action. We're going to feature some state semifinal action that normally we wouldn't do on the TV side. So you can find out, figure out, and see how some of those teams got to the finals, and how some of those teams fell off, which, quite frankly, shocked all of us. Yeah. And, again, um, both quarterfinals at Callahan all will be on the show this week. And, in fact, we'll have those highlights up here on social media coming up very, very soon. Uh, but uh, what can you say about Ypsilanti-Lincoln? This uh, team keeps rolling. Armani um, Bates'
1: legacy keeps on growing by leaps and bounds every game. Jalen yeah. yes. Fisher we're, keeps we're, on stepping right. up. We're, a, we're only – we're not even through the kids' freshman year, and he's already re- reaching kind yes, of mythic Jaylen proportions Fisher. in terms of yes. where he's tracking and trending towards. Right, exactly. We can't forget Jalen Fisher and what he
0: does oh, yeah. for yeah, yeah. that team. He right, had yeah, 24, course, 25 yeah, I mean, last night. He's check been, check yeah, out in a couple The th- Heartbeat.
1: Yes. You know what I mean? He's the pulse of whole team. In a couple of days, there's going to be a, a, a rundown about all the uh, supporting cast at Lincoln. So yes, check that yeah, out. Yeah, exactly. And,
0: and what they've been able to do this year has been, you got to credit the coaching staff. It's been unbelievable. Uh, and again, uh, with having those that one-two punch is usually what you need in order to advance, especially in Division One. and what they've been able to do, the teams they've been able to beat. We talked about it off camera that we can't remember in Division One slash Class A, a freshman, leading a team this far into the tournament um, lawyer, against the lawyer, competition lawyer,
1: lawyer, you lawyer have to, to the Lawyer took Clarkson to the uh, quarters. Man, but not
2: this. But, no quarters. Yeah, I'm just saying. saying. I'm, just I'm saying. talking about the <laughs> Exactly. <laughs> and, and, and Foster did have finals. Foster didn't have 65 points his freshman year in the regionals. I don't care if they're playing at the Palace. Or whatever, wherever he did, they've been playing. They didn't right.
1: go, go to the didn't go to the final four. Yeah, Cassius Winston the, hit a buzzer beater at Callahan. To there have been, plenty that the, there have been plenty of there been plenty of them going to the Cash quarters. Cassius didn't get there either. Right, yeah. Cash they, didn't they, get there right. his sophomore year. Right. Exactly. Mike
2: Talley, we were talking about Mike Talley. The only one is a sophomore. Yep. Yep. You know, Jalen Rose got defeated by those those coolie teams. Chris and Webber, yeah. won Webber in win, class e, as a sophomore.
1: As a sophomore, Webber didn't go there as a freshman. Right. And I don't think Battier did either. Battier got upset by Oak Park as a freshman. And again, we're still talking about
0: Division One, not yeah, we're talking about
2: the you know the yeah, division 1 you know if you go through that yeah. whole list you know Draymond Green the junior so we got one you know? kind of
1: transformational yeah. athlete transcendent yes. basketball player leaving the state right. going to DePaul and Romeo Weems Mr. Yeah. Basketball and then we have this other one coming right. in uh, you know, just just he's a blockbuster of a right. talent, and and is just living up to the hype in every
0: way, shape, and form. Right, and, know, and again, yeah. t- taking a team that it wasn't like coming into the season without Amani Bates, we were going to say, "Boy, ypsilon Link is ready to make a run." <laughs> <I know. laughs> right. Yeah. So right, right. I mean, good team, but you know, yeah. again. Um, and two
1: bu- two buzzer beaters to uh, yeah. w- to win yeah, the regionals. Yeah, he he's times. I mean, with his yeah, he's in in regionals. Hit, regional, a, hit regional a buzzer finals. beating three. Yeah. Hit a hit a, a yeah. buzzer beating tip in to get out of the regionals. Yeah,
2: I was fortunate to talk to uh, Jesse Davis, Ipsy Lincoln's head coach, last week um, after they won a win in their semifinal. And you know, I, and I've known Coach Davis for you know quite a few years. And I, and I was like, when was the first time, you know, that he gave you a wow moment? You know, I mean, it was like probably first quarter of our first game I was coaching him <laughs> in high school basketball. Right. You know, and and it was and like Easter one of those. Michigan.
3: Yeah.
1: And yeah. this is one of those he things had like where four, this guy is 30, 32. Yeah, 34 yeah, or, or something 30, like that in the first, first game. game,
2: game yeah.
0: yeah. He was high flying, too, yeah. right out of the and game. And the other
2: thing is, when in talking with him, he said that, our guys are used to playing in large crowds. There are, and if you yeah. think about that, the crowds that's one of those issue. things where it's irreplaceable. Well, you're and gonna, the you're crowds that he's in... playing on during the, over the summer. Yeah, yeah, but but um, at the same time, let's say Cash Tech plays in front of fifteen hundred people. Whoops, whoop de doo I ain't impressed. Right. You know, we got a dude over here bringing in five thousand people. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And, he, and there, so are, he's people are, there are people home. that are there people
1: that are trekking to see him. I know.
2: Yes, I was in line I, yesterday. I, yeah, I was yeah. I was goofing around a little bit on Twitter. You know, talking about oh. Google Earth shows yeah. that there are 27 people in line and, you know, if, you know, but it was, but that was really happening at 515, 515 minutes before tip off, you know, you go all the way up to the Callahan Hall and you're just like, man, I get tired looking at those stairs. Yeah. But there are people sitting up there, you know, and I mean, of course they were of the younger mold and stuff like that. You know, they could conquer those stairs. Sure, sure. But at the same time, that lower bowl and even the second, that second stanza of stands, hey, that was all full. Yeah half an hour before the game started. Jalen I, Fisher, I, I though. There were another thousand people walking out, we over by concessions, and I
1: was just like, what? Well, I'll go buy a $2 water somewhere else. <laughs> yeah. I'm good, you know? Exactly. Jalen but Fisher's the tempo setter for that team. No though, I mean, He controls pace. Yeah. And uh, He's a gamer. He goes yeah. out
2: there and he's...
0: His emotions yeah. are high. Yeah,
1: yeah. yeah. But I he mean, delivers. He's, he's the leader. I mean, my Bass basis the it's centerpiece, Yes, but yes. Fisher's the leader. Yeah, no doubt. Yeah. No so doubt I'm about it. I'm glad
2: to have him move in from Memphis a couple of years ago. No doubt
0: about it. We snagged one in from... Right. Well, the other game, of course, uh, UD Jesuit does what they do. Uh, Roseville had a great campaign this year, but they, uh, they just weren't, on the, s- they weren't on the floor. It, it was yes. in it. Exactly. It was uh, It was definitely a crushing... And one of
1: Daniel Friday's future coaches was in the Mike Martin Mike Martin. From was Brown. Was we're
0: we're yep, looking from Brown. ahead now to Saturday. Is it inevitable? Are we going to see Ipsy Lincoln versus UDJ on Saturday?
2: I'd in be shocked if that didn't happen. Yeah. yeah, but at the same time, I mean, how much... Shock, do you need to go on throughout the season? You right. know, you get that well, cattle prod. Every- well, How- Howell's had a couple you know? shockers. Wow. Yeah, yeah, but <laughs> they Howell's, beat Oxford that, and yeah, they that beat Saginaw. To
1: me, that's the most eyebrows appearance, and, but this... An eyebrow, ra- eyebrow raising appearance in the Final Four right now is, is Howell. And
2: led by Josh Powell. You know, Nick Simon does a great job of coaching over at Howell. One thing about Josh Paolo, and if you look over their record over the last few years, I don't think they've lost over five games in a season. I would be, I don't think that, they play would, really, I hard. That they play really dozen, hard. I don't think that he's got a dozen. I don't think he's got a dozen high school regular season losses. You know, and I'm not counting the three losses that they had in prior years in the playoffs. They play really hard but, and yeah. really smart. Yeah, hey, and 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 Josh powell has got your favorite word, swag. Yeah, you know, I mean, he's got his karate kid. You know, <laughs> thing on and all that stuff. You know, I mean, that's just that's and
0: and great again, stuff. you know, what o- about the? K- o- o-
2: has twenty three wins. Yeah. yeah, Evan Thomas is pretty good. Yeah, you know, Noah uh, Pruitt is pretty good. Let me make
1: just one more. And comment. They played some good teams. yes yeah. let me yeah. make one more comment about Howell. This is two straight years the K L A A has posted teams in the Final Four. Oh, yeah, and they're better than the P S L. That's that's well, pretty good. It but is the K L A to get you said no,
0: it. No yeah. by, no no no
1: yeah. last year and yeah. Howell this year.
0: Right. Yeah. Um, so we'll see if that's what ends up happening. It would be a shocker if we had a Howell-Okemas final. A, a
1: Howell-Okemas final. <laughs> I suppose that.
2: I'm
0: guessing two. that
1: Howell's going to get a big turnout, though. Yeah. yeah. But, yeah well, yeah, I'll, yeah, I'll yeah, tell City you this. Those those,
2: those those semifinals? The noon and two o'clock games, and saying that you have two teams that are you know relatively close. If C Lincoln brings fans, yeah. if you didn't see the wave of blue in there yesterday, that was that was something that was something to behold. Obviously, King brought a ton of fans, but yeah, I mean, you've got great matchups throughout every. But every Lincoln division. came They're into the Tigers. D. Yeah, King yeah, know. is you know, King know. represents the know. D. Lincoln yeah. came
1: into their own but that's city. That's what they do. I
2: give I give yeah. Ward, Coach Ward
0: a lot of credit for getting yeah. his team to where they did. I didn't think they. You know, I mean, I. I picked them. Actually, super, to they never They had no the superstars.
1: Jordan Whitford is obviously yeah. a very, yeah. well, very Massey good point guard. Like superstar yeah. yesterday.
0: Yeah. John Massey was. We're gonna phenomenal. Uh, we're gonna Just, update our yeah. picks too, and how and how yeah, we're, how yeah, we're yeah, doing. So yeah, we're gonna yeah, do yeah, that yeah. at the at in the audio portion yeah, of our show. So big, we'll yeah. get there. Uh, I do want to say, we'll uh, let's quickly jump over to Detroit Edison beating Flint Beecher in Division Three. No one saw that
1: coming. No one saw Edison coming this whole year. Yeah. They graduated a big chunk of that state championship team. Brian Taylor, the only one coming back. And Brian Taylor said, Jump on my back, fellas. I am taking us I'm taking us this- I- back to the promised land. I'll tell yeah.
2: you what happened in that game. Um uh and this is and I talked with a coach who was at at the game. So Brian Taylor goes in for a layups, winds up getting grabbed by the shoulders, wounds up going down, plays a few more minutes, and then he didn't play the second and third quarter. In the fourth quarter, it's the big—it's the big transfer for Marlette, and it's killing me. I can't remember his name because I'm looking. at Bryce George. Bryce George had 20 points. He was and he points. was grabbing
1: every rebound that there yeah. was to grab.
2: Yeah, and that's I think one of the things—the the that glue piece, you know that that Debsa can nobody else is really going to match up. I was talking about the whole year, not necessarily oh, yeah, 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 for the sure. game yesterday. Yep, yep, I was just filling in. Yeah, and
1: Brian Taylor, to me, and I've been saying this all year, most underrated player in the city of Detroit and a guy that really doesn't get his due for the type of impact he makes. Last year he was a uh, more of a role player but made a big impact as a role player. Yeah, he's and a, this year yeah. he's, he's been a star. Yeah, well, he's got quite a few scholarships that have added yeah. on to that. you know. But I'm saying no interest. one really talks about him when you're talking about the best players in the Detroit area, unfortunately. Yeah, yeah. Well, but we the, are now.
0: But in the end, how did that happen? How does Beecher lose? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I mean, mean he gave up 76 points. You know what, points. you've got, you've got you one championship state
2: coach versus another state championship coach, you know, and yeah. I mean, I think I mean just a, watching think them play and, this yeah. year and... Um, Dominated. Yeah. 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 yeah,
0: yeah. I mean, I saw them lose to Rouge, mm-hmm. but... Um, no that's, shame that's, in losing to Rouge. Rouge. Right, yeah, right. And it was a battle, and it was back and forth, and it was still in December, you know, yep, so, right. uh, you know, it wasn't like um, so, I, I, th- that's 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 just a big shocker and, and credit. Yeah, so there's
1: credit. a lot the of positive. Hardwood energy flowing through the halls of Detroit Edison right. with that girls team and the boys uh, yeah. team. I yeah, mean that, yeah. that yeah. That's, Ago, that's, was at the game last night.
0: Yeah. yeah, and we'll get to some more. Hannibal Horton goes down to Erie Mason. That was that yeah. was, that was got, shocking. That was a little bit of a yeah. Shocker. We'll yeah. get we'll get into some more of that stuff on our audio portion. When we get there, but we got to go to and talk about uh, Harper Woods Chandler Park taking out number one New Haven the day after. Uh, Romeo, Romeo Weems, weems is Mr. Name, Bat- Mr. Yep. Basketball. They do it uh, at the buzzer, and then just crushing uh, the Ferndale in the and, regional and, and, and final. And the question I think now in Division Two is: Is Chandler Park the favorite?
2: You know what? They're undefeated. They're definitely. I think that they're going to give River Rouge a, a, a battle. That. That game right there is must see TV. I would still you know, say River Rouge is the
1: favorite, yeah. personally. Yeah. All due yeah. respect, I Chandler think okay. Park. it's a great matchup
2: okay. because you've got look at all the they seniors. They want you to say that. Right. They all want us to say that. Nobody
3: want,
0: They say you were not on our train <laughs> earlier. We right. don't want
2: you now. Yeah, but James Scott has done a great job with Chandler Park. Obviously undefeated. I think we had him yeah. sit number six, and you know, yeah. at, at, for the final rankings, Right. and you know, he's got a lot of seniors. You know, some of them are transfer. You know, great chem- great, from, chemistry. From Chas, great chemistry. Great chemistry. those kids there, and that's what it is. It's bonding. When I can, when you can get some a, a good team, and I, I like I joke around like you know, you'll watch like old whatever, and it'll be like oh, square dancing, you know, when you're watching some barely. Turn color TV show or, like or something, like Andy Griffith. Yeah, like a little hee haw or something. Yeah, it's <laughs> yeah. like the electric slide, you know. <laughs> yeah. When everybody on that dance. Little American bandstand,
1: you know, from like yeah. the fifties. Little little early. Co-he- soul train. American bandstand okay. in the fifties. <laughs> yeah. 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 Co-he- like a, a lot of cohesion. Yeah, he, yeah, yeah. A lot of cohesion.
0: Yes, yes. Okay.
3: Yeah.
1: Well, the
0: interesting yeah. thing about I think Chandler Park is again they have kind of a unique season. They beat Canton right off the bat. They beat Benton Harbor, but they lost soundly to New Haven and. Uh, to, um, they lost soundly to somebody else. Uh, I put Chandler Park, but that's not who I meant. But, you know, the, you know, who am I talking about here? We're talking about, I think I was talking about, I think I was talking about Edison. I think when I said that, yeah, yeah, because yeah, Edison did beat yeah, Ben. We Harper. can just edit. Yeah, that, that, yeah, no, it's all right. <laughs> oh, yeah. It's all good. That's what I meant when I was talking about Edison. Yeah. Is that Edison beat Canton and better, but lost soundly to New Haven and Chandler Park, who now we know is good. So, um, but you know, this the this, this setup between Rouge and Chandler Park now is you know, can they do it again? Can Chandler Park do it again? Because
1: they definitely can. Yeah. The question is if they will. I yeah. mean, there's no question that, the, I, that I just think the, the opportunity is be... there.
2: I think Daniel Few in the in the middle is probably
1: the X factor, just because Chandler Park you know, doesn't have a big post presence.
2: They've got some guys that are 6'6". six, have got some yeah, length, six five, they play, and on, length, the, they play they on the perimeter. But Daniel Few is he's like a he's like a calculated high WWF wrestler, a high who, motor, know, who knows when to put high motor and all that stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he's physical. He's you know? going to Lake State. I don't want to get hit in the chest three times by yeah. that guy. You know. Once I look over to the coach and he tells the, me to do it again. Second time I look at him, you do it.
1: The three-headed monster that Chandler Park rolls out and Tylen Tate, Andre Bradford, and Derek Bryant. There aren't many teams in the whole state, no matter what division we're talking about, that can match that talent and and that balance. When you have and they all know two, the roles. right? One, Derek Bryant's the point guard. Uh, he runs the show, as TJ said last week. I was incredibly impressed by him in the regional finals. Just one of the savviest, craftiest point guards I've seen all year. Uh, plays much bigger than his size would indicate. He's only about 5'8", 5'9", but just you know the definition of a coach on the floor. And then he can score. I mean, he's not just yeah. going to control tempo. He can give you 20. Right. Tylen Tate had... 30 in the regional finals. He had 27 last night. He had 20 in the first half of the regional finals against Ferndale. 6'6 wing, long, rangy, can shoot. He can get to the rack. He can finish. And then Andre Bradford is the shooting guard. Uh, now he's about 6'3", six, 6'4". Six, he's got length. He can take it to the rack. He can mm-hmm. slash, and then he can also hit it from outside. Yeah. So you just have a lot of versatility, a lot of balance, a lot of intelligence. Yeah. Uh, a lot of uh, high hardwood IQs and then James Scott's doing a great job of of kind of being the cook in the kitchen uh you know uh, yeah. squirreling that that stew that that is uh that, that that's that's leading yeah. them to the success they're having and i
0: said they, they beat edison it was 5137 so mm-hmm. na- you know that was sound again we didn't know, that was they know late in the season. we didn't know what edison was going to be so yeah. you know again, it was hard to gauge where they're going to be beating henry ford in overtime in the district 6160 that's all of a sudden like gave them the validation yeah. like okay we can do this because right. again, and then they crushed Ferndale to forty yeah. over they Ferndale.
1: crushed Ferndale yeah. I was we at that t- game we I, could believe, I could not believe I could not believe what them. I was seeing oh. they went running clock the, pretty yeah. much the, the whole second half of the yeah. third quarter into the end of the game yeah. and just you want to talk about imposing your will yeah. and telling everyone kind of the gist of my story that's on statechampsnetwork.com uh, yeah. right now is that it's hard to for, for a I'll make sure you're talking oh, to you on the mic there, son. <laughs> it's hard for a team that's undefeated to be sneaking up on people, but that's what's th- that's the case with Chandler Park. Yes, I know. They're, they're, they're unbeaten, yeah. but they're still kind of surprising people. And and that win, uh, w- in that authoritative fashion against a team that was really red hot in Ferndale, that, that made a statement and, and told you
3: all you kind of need to know about the direction that Chandler Park was headed. Scott Bernstein, TJ Kelly
0: here. My name is Lauren Plant, and uh, we want to get to. We we talked a lot about uh, the Division One quarterfinals. We talked about Edison's massive upset in Division Three against Beecher, and we talked about Chandler Park taking out number one New Haven. So uh, let's go to Division Four. And I guess the first question is: Is it inevitable that it's going to be Southfield Christian and Wyoming Triunity Christian in the final on Saturday?
2: Is it inevitable? It's leaning heavily that way. I mean, yes. if you saw what Tri Unity did to Bellevue 62
0: I mean, to 31.
2: Yeah. Doubled them up.
0: And you loved Bellevue.
1: Yeah. I'm well, they were the. They as were the... much as I do Dollar right, Bay. Right, right. Yeah. You know? Yeah. By yeah, the way, who was, Bellevue, the only, Bellevue who was the was only one the... who had Dollar, Dollar Bay in yep, the final yep. four? Bellevue was at the top
2: of the this rankings guy. for a reason. Sound like Screaming Trees song right. right there. Yes. Dollar Bay. Yes. Dollar Bill
0: yes right. no doubt um, but i mean again southfield christian they win 74 to 44 yeah i was at that Genesee game I, I
1: think there's some parallels to the 2019 season with southfield christian and detroit edison they're defending state champions yes. that i think a lot of people because of what they lost yes had kind of been written off and and it was more of like kind an of afterthought that oh yeah they had the run but yeah you know maybe they'll be lucky to to win mm-hmm. a district in a regional but probably not going to be playing at breslin right and you know i think that the players at both edison and Southfield christian said yeah well we have something to say about that too yep and with southfield christian you know it was a rough start they lost they lost a mr basketball candidate in harlem beverly um, to a prep school they lost caleb hunter their starting point guard to uh the catholic league and udj and uh, they really had to reinvent themselves and they started off the season zero and three then they were two and five uh, like, yeah, they were playing bigger competition yes. uh, like they always do in, in their, uh, throughout this dynasty that they, they always schedule really tough to start the year. But since then, they, they re- recollected themselves. They got you know, you know sharpened their work ethic, got back in the gym. Coach Baker said when we were two and five, we kind of uh, mandated or, or the players kind of did a self-mandate that we're getting into the gym an hour before school starts every day for a month. We're gonna be getting shots up. We're gonna so basically going two a days, like saying we're mm-hmm. gonna practice in the morning and then we're gonna practice again in the afternoon. And since then, they've won 18 of their last 19 games, um, and just you know doing it in style. Uh, Dijon Bubba Humphrey, their one kind of big college recruit. Um, it's just one of these guys that that just kind of does everything for you he's a guy that's gonna he can score he can rebound um he's he's got a real high motor he's a finisher and then john sanders has been probably the the surprise uh, of division four in my opinion in terms of a, a breakout season a guy that went from just a mere role player last year on that state title team to a true superstar he had he had 23 points last night. I swear, that was the loudest 23 points I've seen in a game in some time. Every single basket was like a 25-foot rainbow uh, with three guys in his face. Um, I think three of them beat the buzzer at the end of the quarter. I think he beat wow. the buzzer at the, at the end of the first quarter, under the second quarter, and under the third quarter, and, and was shooting him from like 24, 25 feet. Um, when I went to the stat sheet after the game, I'm expecting that he had 33, 34 points, and it only said 23. And I had to kind of do the math. I was like, oh, I guess it was 23, but that wow. was a – that was a loud, raucous. Twenty-three points, and John Sanders. In addition to his ability to shoot, he's one of the. Uh, he, he's a real high flyer, a type of guy that can get out on the break and jam it on you. He's only about six-one, uh, but, yeah. but he but he's got some mad hops. Yeah. yeah, He'll be playing college basketball, that <laughs> yeah. opp- that opp- that opportunity. He was at Detroit CMA uh, through the mid part of his sophomore year and then came over at the Southfield Christian two years ago.
0: Well, the interesting thing about Southfield Christian, again, because their schedule is so wild and they've had, the, you know, it's a team that has had the most wild swings when it comes to wins and losses. So it's a team that can beat – uh, Mount Clemens, eighty-one my, to twenty five. Fifty points, to twenty-five, points. and then they go up against Chicago Uplift and they lose they
2: seventy-two killed. to thirty-three. Well, I don't. Let's just say they don't have anybody from Kansas on the.
1: <laughs> and then I saw them. Yeah, I, I saw them I lose to uh A and T.
2: Yeah, they lost
0: to River Rouge, you know, eighty-three to sixty-four. But it's River yeah. Rouge, you know. Yeah. But then, that you know, the rest of their wins, they're like winning. They beat Parkway Christian seventy-nine. To yeah, no one can. No league. one can compete with them in the league. They've, they've lost. They've lost, lost game
1: one, one game. One game, one in, their one game, one game one in their league, league in eight, Park eight years against InterCity City Baptist. Inter- they lost Inter-City. by a point. Yeah. Right. One league loss in lost eight years. In eight years, people, yeah. one league loss. Yeah, man, that's up there with Woody Hayes. Yeah, it's craziness. Yeah what what Josh Baker has built yeah. after coming there in 2000 I believe 2011 or 12 coming yeah. over from uh Romulus. from Romulus and, and he he's constructed a dynasty yeah. they're yeah. going for their 5th we I double check yeah. this we talked about yeah, this last Yeah we did week. yes they're going for their 5th uh 5th in 8 years
0: yeah, and we'll no, cre- we'll credit Dollar Bay fifth state uh, title getting getting back to the uh, semifinals yeah, for they them. Know the path now. Be- beat a good Pelston team.
1: Yeah, this real quick. Be- fifth in eight Pelston. years. Beat
0: Forest Park beat Munising. Beat Hancock.
1: Fifth in eight years, but they're going there. For their fifth and sixth tries at the lowest level because two of those years where they lost were, they in were, up, in they were yeah, up in yeah, C. They were up in C. They lost yeah. to Beecher in the regional finals right. in games that they played I tough think with. One of those. The
2: consortium?
1: I think they lost both times to Beecher. Beecher I could be wrong. Well, yeah. Yeah. The only,
0: only time they'd they lost play. in D is when it was. It was to a buzzer beater right. to uh, Jason yeah, White. Towers North Central. On that
1: crazy game, that overtime. It was. One and of the, the kid best, just kind of,
0: what, of tossed it up in a Literally, are, some argue, the greatest game yeah, ever played at president one of, in high school. Yeah. Yeah, one of them. You know, uh, in a, in a multi school overtime. Game game. Some, yeah, yeah, no doubt about it. So uh, we'll see how that goes. So, uh, and again, you know, we, we haven't given a whole lot of love to Wyoming Tri Unity Christian this season, um, just in terms of, you know, because, again, it's a lot of times playing teams that maybe we're not familiar with and all of that. Uh, but, um, again, a, a team that's dominated.
2: You know, a. Uh, Coach is going for what his fifth win, fourth win, I think. Triunity, I mean, and that stretches over the last twenty years, you know. But they've won three in a row, you know. There were I mean, between Roger, there was a, there was a time where Rogers, Triunity, Rogers, and Southfield Christian, you know, as division three four beats. now in
1: the same like division twelve years yeah, or something, think, division four class years.
2: D, yeah. And it was, and they, those were the teams that were dominating. And we were talking about as we were talking about Southfield Christian running that dynasty, mm-hmm. you know, that was very much in place at Wyoming Triunity. Yeah, Brian you know. Foltice,
1: I believe. Yeah. yeah.
2: Yeah, didn't big fellow what's his name yeah. go there too? Uh, Central Michigan and Cayman. Uh, yeah, Chris Cayman. Yeah,
1: so play in the league. Yeah, or, yeah coach good pros. Good uh, ten, coach 10 plus pros. years.
2: It says extra. It says extra light going on in the Breslin. You know, I'm sure that I'm sure that hey, when you know you've been in the Breslin a lot when you start. Ain't hey, got a new concessions over <laughs> there. I notice. You know the little the little. You've, been, you know, you've been you've there been there so many the, times. Right, like right, You know
1: every nook and cranny right. of the building because exactly. it's like every March you just. Punching the ticket every yeah, year, going
2: right, there. Yeah. See, so you got a new TV over by those bathrooms yeah. in the
1: hallway over there, and
2: underneath the underneath the Breslin, you know. But yeah, yeah, it's a it's a and it's a least... great thing. And not only that, I'd like to say that for Michigan basketball. and I remember at the beginning of the year we're saying, "Oh, we lost this player, we lost that, we, if we, can we lost eight
1: kids it. or nine kids."
2: But. Look how much parity is still here in the state of Michigan. Look at some of the star power. Now we've got River Rouge that's back in, and we've got Tri-Unity. You know, we've got some teams. And then we've also got that new blood in Imani Bates. And and sometimes you just have to embrace with what you have yeah, and right. understand and appreciate what, yep. what's here. I think the games at the Breslin are going to be phenomenal. Uri Mason's got a junior guard who's playing really well. I'm like, man, now I don't got to go to Yuri Mason and see this kid play. I can just go up to Lansing and see this kid play, you know, which is beneficial to me. You know, but I think it's also beneficial to the rest of the state when you go out there and you say, oh, well, you we know, we've got this player or you're only familiar with with Detroit or you're only familiar with Grand Rapids or you're only familiar with, you know, so many of them. We were discounting CA I, mean, I know I was, you know, the CAAC, you know, and here yeah. we are with Okemos and Evan Thomas, you know, doing a great job. You know, it's been a pleasure to, you know, talk back and forth with uh, Ira Baldwin, the, yep. uh, Ira Childress, the yep. head coach there. But, yeah, it's, uh, uh, or the, excuse me, the athletic, athletic director at Who's leaving? Yes, yeah, who's leaving? You know, yeah. so but Going to Florida. We should probably give a shout out to a couple of coaches that are that I've heard that are leaving. Uh Voss at Chippewa Valley. Yeah. Um just coached his last game. I think it was a regional semifinal. Yep. Um same with um, Marvin Cushenberry, I believe. I've heard that that he'll be out at Romeo. Um I wouldn't be surprised if we hear a couple more names that wind up popping up. But then at the same time, look at we've got look at Roseville. Roseville has never won a regional final. Then yeah. they make it to the quarterfinals. I told Nizzy, I, I think was like, that, "Man, they're about to get a statue of yeah. you at 13-mile <laughs> and that he's happened. what 25 years yeah, old. <laughs> 25 years old. I Is he really kid. that young? He's yeah, young. Yeah. I think he's I like around exactly. that. He, yeah, he he I yeah, I love Coach Niz. I didn't yeah, realize. Yeah. That. I thought bring he was 30. He brings some energy, man. Yeah. I look at that guy and stuff. He like brings that. a lot of energy. Yeah, yeah. So, but but it's but it's a good thing for the for the state when we have you know new names that are coming. Yeah, no, you're right. Old traditional schools. You know, yeah, we we see saying, it yeah. in football too. I think we'll find out, we'll find out when we see the crowds. Right. The and the thing uh, about uh,
1: Baker at South of Christian, he's constructed this from nothing. Yeah. Before Baker got there, they hadn't won a district in right. like thirty years. Right.
2: Yeah. they didn't even So to wanna, go yeah, yeah.
1: to go yeah. from like that's like zero to a hundred right. to go from just a complete non-entity right. to a dynasty in the, in the blink
0: of an eye. It's like when Steve Hall went to Rogers.
1: Yeah. Well, Saved Rogers it. didn't. Well, Rogers just Rogers just kind of popped up as a charter school, right. and they were able to get kids from the. Yeah, no, they were like a special military school. Yeah, right. yeah it was, was. like a ROTC. Yeah, it wasn't like but Rogers had w- existed for forty years as as a complete right. Right. afterthought. Yeah. 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 That is true. Yeah. You're right. His his situation is very unique. <laughs> uh, Christian
0: was Wyoming a Triunity, they had two losses this year, Calvin Christian, uh, and they lost to West Westphalia, who of course He's is still alive play, yeah. and is very much uh, in it to win it right. uh, moving forward yeah. now that Flint Beecher is out in Division 3. So, um, yeah, we'll see. I think um, and Puamo has uh, a good... We, we, who does Puamo please... Um, I'll tell you right now. I know that uh, I can tell you that um... um we're going to be covering the Frankfurt-Wyoming Tri-Unity Christian semifinal on State Champs, so we will have highlights of those. The defenders of Wyoming Tri-Unity Christian taking on the Frankfurt Panthers. And good on Frankfurt, they beat Bidrack with Crossroads, a ranked yeah. team, 53-51 yes. uh, to 51 in overtime in the quarterfinals to get to the semifinals. I don't know when the last time they were there. I can't just tell you right off the bat. But, is, that a, um, is,
1: that, is Crossroads a private school? Big Rapids Crossroads?
2: Crossroads um,
0: I don't know. It's
2: either exactly private or, or, charter. or charter. Yeah,
0: yeah. So, um, yep. So it's good, good on them that they did that. Um, and, uh, yeah, I could, you, you wanted to know what, who Paiwama was no, they,
2: they want to, they play Erie Mason. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but how yeah. about the other, the other part of that bracket? I mean, it's great to have Foster Wonders come down from yeah. Iron Mountain. Yeah. You know? And, and another and, Foster you know, to add to
1: the Breslin Center, yeah. Hardwood. Yeah. So I mean, one of the best sophomores in the Division state. We're
0: three now. We're out of four. We'll, we'll, yeah. We'll, yeah. Yes. Yep, exactly. Iron Mountain. Iron Mountain undefeated. Right. Uh, you know, well, beats, they got Foster Sand Wonders and early. they got
1: Marcus Johnson. And Marcus Johnson. The in the UP. Yep, whose yes. dad, whose daddy is the coach? I believe. I believe so as well.
0: Yeah, and yeah. I'm sure now that Beecher's out of the way, that I'm sure there's somebody to say we, you know, Edison's kind of. A little uncharted right now. You kind of like to have any kind yeah. of like,
2: oh, who's going to win? Yeah. You know, it, yeah, we have our favorites. I mean, it's kind, it's time, kind of it's great too you when you kind edge.
0: of look at you, you've got Iron Mountain, you've got Detroit, you've got Erie Mason, and then you've got Payammo Westfield. All parts of the state, yeah, represented. exactly, all yeah. represented in Division Three. And um, you know, Erie Mason, uh, a big win for them over Hannibal Horton. Uh, I di- I certainly didn't call that. I had Horton in the Final Four, um, so uh good on them. I mean, they've had a really good season. They're twenty three and two. Uh, and Piwama was failure with a twenty point win over Um Not too much of a shocker there, but uh, we'll see who ends up uh, in the Division Three final. I do want to get to Division Two and talk about Hudsonville Unity Christian and what this team has been able to do this season, especially this postseason. It has been uh, truly remarkable. The team that took out Benton Harbor uh, continues to win. They they lost they. Uh, it was just a two point game. I think they. I don't know if they won or they had beat Southfield South Christian earlier in the season. It was a sixty three sixty one game. Yeah, right. uh, the bottom line is it was close. Then they smoked South Christian in this one. They
2: rolled. Brought up. Yeah. They they, they showed they showed up. And as I've talked with guys over I mean, on the 71 west seventy one to
0: forty five. Yeah.
2: Wow. Yeah. That, that, but they. I mean, they get it done as a team. You know, as, as I've been talking with coaches over on the west side of the wins team, this I haven't been able to see Unity Christian. Glad to be able to see them on Friday. But, you know, those guys over, you know, my guys over on the west side they of the They lost state, to yeah, South Christian, by the They way. lost to South 63 61 earlier yep. in the season. Hey, so they avenged that by quite a few, you know? So yeah. Now, yeah, so they lock the doors and say, now you can't leave." <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. tail reference. Yeah, and,
0: and, and they're going to be taking on a Luddington team that has ten losses this season. But but Luddington yeah. was yeah.
1: in the state championship game, I believe, two years ago. Yeah, Josh Layman hit a uh, who's still uh, around yeah. hit a, a buzzer-beating three-pointer to yeah. take him into the state final. Mm-hmm. So they've been there before. Yeah. but it is About you know fourteen and ten, little out of the record. ordinary to yeah. have a team with double-digit
0: well, uh, I mean,
2: losses. In the and after
0: game. Alma beat Bridgeport, I thought for sure that this was going to well, be Alma be, was be red hot. Team. I mean, yeah, almost been playing well. You know, uh but Ludington has just I mean, they've just really just been unbelievable And here. that's why and those,
2: they play those the kids
1: that were sophomores on that on that team that went to the state finals. I mean, that that experience breeds this type of intestinal fortitude to come back from a, a season when you're only 500, or maybe they were under 500 if, they, oh. if they're 14 and 10 right now. Yeah, yeah they are. Yeah. ten Right b- at b- before the Before 10. the tournament. Yeah, yeah.
0: yeah. they ended up uh, winning, you know, which, I mean, just what they've done well, so two far. Two district finals, they, yeah, two, yeah, the two yeah. regionals. They've won five the quarters, in a row, but they lost to nine Orchard. They were 9 and 10? 10 10 yeah. yeah. Yeah, they've lost. Yeah, exactly. Hey, that's a heck of a run. It's a heck of a run. Right,
2: right. Extending, messing up that baseball season. You know? and they
0: won by 30 32 uh 32 points over Alma so they didn't just wow. win they they dominate I look themselves. at that
2: game as like the biggest show. I mean try Unity went in by as much as they did yeah I, I mean it, it it is what it is I I, I thought the you Jesuit Roseville gate then you know that yep. score you know if you would have said all right this score oh uh, yeah all right yeah all right. yeah, you yeah. Know, that that one's up working out but yeah yeah, and yeah, with you know, same thing with with King and and Ipsy Lincoln. No Lincoln. in the world, you're gonna tell me that that wasn't gonna be a close game. Yeah. Um. But yeah, hats off, hats off to Luddington and you know the, the the kids up there and any no you know as we played high school sports and stuff like that you know your backs up against the wall you know when in, in playoff season and hey, it's it's fight or flee.
0: Yeah, and neither Hudsonville Unity Christian or Luddington were in our top ten.
2: Uh, at yeah, at your, your needy Christian's just been hanging on by the bubble like the entire season. Yep. I think that I moved them in after they beat South after dollar, they beat was South Christian. Got 10 into four? I think I moved them in at the Man. end of the year. At yep. the end, yep, because I had to find a yeah. reason to wear my shirt. You know?
4: <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> all right, so what we're going to do here to wrap up, we'd like to. I want to quickly, and you gentlemen, you all have it on your back page. Is you can look at our picks and uh, how we've done so far here. Now, when we did our picks, it was right before regionals. So we wanted to pick our sleepers, our final four, uh, who we believe is going to be in the state final, and who's going to win it. So uh, the bold is who's still alive. So if you see teams in bold, those are teams that are still alive. And then I think if you overall look, there's in some of these divisions, there's a lot of non-bolded things because teams yeah. have been upset and have, and have less. But uh, I'll quickly go over kind of in Division One. We we and, and this was T J myself Matt Mowry Scott and then Derek Blaylock uh, our our editor and producer here of, of the program all picking Division one we all have U D Jesuit winning um, that's the,
1: in mine, that's the only one I got still alive yeah that's it that's the only
0: one that you have still still alive uh, T J called this uh, you know called three of the four you had Oxford. In there too. I was flipping ones, uh, right? Yeah, exactly. But uh, you've got UDJ and Ipsy Lincoln. That could still be the state final. And uh, UDJ when You were the only one who was riding Ipsy this far. Uh, everybody else. I had King. Matt had King. You had King. Uh, we all thought that King was going to get there. The, Derek the, had King, the, too. The,
1: the, the, the fact that Lincoln had to come to the Callahan yeah. to play King in the city yep. was that, the, 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 that that was going to be an equalizer uh, or maybe a neutralizer for Bates and that King would would win at Callahan. Uh,
2: let's say this. that would get, I remember that game was, I think Ipsy Lincoln was up by like 11 or something like that. I found a great time. I was like, this is a great time to go grab some popcorn, which they didn't have. So Willie Burton and I go and grab some concessions. We come back, tie score 44. I said after that, I'm not leaving anywhere. Where I'm who, just Willie? Uh, assist, uh, Willie assistant? Burton helps with, with uh, Detroit Public Schools sports. Willie Burton,
1: the former Deportes NBA player?
2: The, are you talking about the Willie Burton who scored 56 50 points for the, for the, for the on heat? Michael Jordan for the and heat? Scottie Pippen? Yeah. yeah, that Willie Burton. Willie Burton. Minnesota, that yeah. That was the boy. Yeah. Willie yeah. Burton. Yeah, yeah, but. From you the know, course. But yeah, it was Minnesota. one of those. But they also, but King also, and, you know, as close as that game, you know, came down to the wire. He took him in. You know, he was a lot he, of bunnies. He was on a Minnesota team that went to the Elite Eight. I know. Who else was on that team? Quincy Lewis or something?
1: Richard Coffey and Richard Melvin Coffee. Bond. You're talking about Amir Coffey, nice. Coffey's dead? This would have been like nineteen ninety. No, Mere
2: Coffey's dead? Are you t- what do you mean
1: you know these kids nowadays they have parents? I know, I know. They have parents who played? Wow. Yeah, that was quite a quite a scene. And Clem Hoskins, who's it? cool Michigan State would have played them in the Elite Eight if they hadn't have choked away that game against or got kind of depends on how you wanna look at it. That's when Kenny Anderson hit that buzzer beater, but probably wasn't a buzzer so beater. So
2: Dwayne Stevens wasn't on that. Yeah, Dwayne Stevens was on that team. So, all right. So yeah. Scott Bernstein was the one who said Dwayne Stevens choked it up. No problem. All right. We got <laughs> yeah, it right, right over right. here. Someone missed Indiana, a free throw. It's Pfeiffer not on video. It's only audio. Oh, 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 all right. All right. Someone Dame missed a free throw. Yeah, so Dane Pfeiffer gave him $10 Someone to the, free... the It
1: might have been Steve Smith. Someone missed a free throw that gave Anderson the chance to to tie it with the 3. That ball overtime. was still in his hand. Even though it wasn't. It shouldn't have been that The ball was still in his hand. We're, we're digressing.
0: Yeah, let's move on. I
1: skipped fourth In
0: Division Two, a lot of guys <laughs> had, you know, TJ had New Haven. Derek had New Haven um but uh other than that we all had rouge uh you me and matt uh had rouge uh interesting thing you had hudsonville unity christian as your sleeper so your sleeper is still alive so that's yeah. kind of cool uh but uh other than that i mean our our final fours in division two are, are like rouge and that's it everybody else in our group is gone and that means benton harbor yeah. new haven whether you had flint powers or uh, you had uh, Alma, like yeah, I did. Right. I got yeah, close. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So um, we'll see what happens there. But that's how we had picked it. Division three, another sleeper for uh, TJ still alive in DEFSA. So he, yeah, had like ca- he he had called that. It's hard to, to call a
1: defending state champ a sleeper,
0: but but, but nobody. <laughs> you know, <laughs> yeah. I took. Uh, you know, who did I take? I you took Madison. Took Madison. You know, I took Dansville. Uh, you know, Derek took Edison. So, yeah, and uh, and then. Matt had Sanford Meridian is his sleeper but uh, so for the school. most so part school. iron Iron Mountain and Peiwamo, um uh you know pretty good Scott you got three of them because you had Beecher oh I had beat you had Beecher in that never mind I don't know why I highlighted that uh, you just had no. two I had you two. had two I three
1: and, I have three and four
0: yeah yeah so you had two you had two so uh and in f- four was a little bit obviously a little bit more predictable. Um, I have three of the final four being with Dollar Bay in that. And uh, I had Pittsburgh, though, going to the state finals. Yeah. Um, you had Belleville going to face him. Um, you know, uh, Matt had Triunity. So he had three yeah. of the four in there uh, with Frankfurt, Triunity, and Southfield Christian. He had Pelston as the other, but uh, he's got the uh, state final matchup. You've still got the state final matchup as well as you had three of the four. Um, everybody thought Pelston would be the team that, that moved on. So. Yeah. That's kind of where we're at with the, uh, with the picks. And Dollar and Bay
1: beat Pelson, right?
2: Yes. Yes. Yep. yep. Dollar Bay beat And Dollar Pelsen. Bay is my sleeper.
1: Always. I mean, eternally.
2: I eternally, mean, no matter whatever. what. Right. Yeah. Start my own charter
1: school. No doubt. Kids. Money Bay. I call it Money Bay.
2: No doubt. So... Money Bay. Um...
0: As we kind of are getting set to wrap up uh, our audio portion of, is there anything else you guys uh, of note that's that's been interesting here in the in the playoffs? Uh, just looking for uh,
2: you know the, everything they keep on continuing and hey, it's fun being on the edge of our you know I, I imagine that our I say our seats I know that I'm on the edge of my seat I imagine that a lot of people are listening I know that, you know you guys I mean, if, we, if we talked, you know it's like wow so what happened here I look forward to you know, seeing some of the scores that are coming through, you know, and even as the, like whether it be texting. Now we've got Twitter and social yeah. media. But oh, yeah, yeah, it's been phenomenal. It's instantaneous. To be able, to, it's, been able to, it's been phenomenal to be able to watch. and remember, I mean, you go back 20 years ago, you had to, you know, wait for the money, you know, the newspaper. 20 years ago, I girl. remember
1: when I was first starting to report. I mean, you, you'd yeah. be 15 years just ago. starving to find out what happened oh, in other I know. games. I know. People yeah. would be call- I'd be at the desk of the yeah. newspaper. People would be calling, calling the desk, it. being yeah. like, what happened in this game? What happened in that yeah, game? Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: yeah. Uh, all right, well let's let's kind of wrap it then with uh, who we believe the uh, now regardless of our picks, who we think realistically is going to be in the state finals and the finals division one. I think, uh, do we have do 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 we call it? Is it Ipsy, Land, Ipsy Lincoln and and uh, um, UDJ. division one, UDJ? and with,
2: yeah, yeah, I, I, that's what that's what I'm going for. You know, I've, as much as I like the other teams, yeah. I, I'm I would be, I, I think that Ipsy Lincoln is. Well, they've got on Bates. Yeah, that. yeah, yeah.
1: UDJ is going to uh, bring that second state title back to Seven Mile.
2: Yeah, I, I can agree. there. How Daniel Friday, Daniel Friday is the toughest in-state matchup, high school matchup in the state, and I mean it was. And the, the, thing is, who the matched- scored is points with
0: Lanny Lincoln? Who matches up against him best?
2: Oh, they probably got. I uh, forgot what his How name they is. got popped him. in the he got popped in the face early in yesterday's game, but I think that that's what who they're gonna have to use to defend but okay you know uh but you know they'll be able to use multiple guys so Daniel Friday gets to 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 guard you know Amani Bates you know, hey, all the 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 tucking and getting, yeah, money's going to shoot a lot of jumpers. I believe yeah. in that game. Yeah, you know, just because. Damn, that's a built. That's yeah. a wall. But, to but get. he's that deceptively athletic. Right. For someone who yeah. doesn't
1: necessarily, at first glance, look like he's athletic, he's a, he's, he's pretty darn Man, athletic. That he's that pretty kid explosive. Looks like he's
2: a, that kid looks like he's going to to play Big Ten football, football yeah, next year. End, yeah.
0: The you know. amazing thing too will be in just a surreal moment and something that we can watch, knowing you know if they uh, just him tomorrow. Just Imani Bates on at Spartan Stadium, you know, at the Breslin yeah. Center, and uh, I'm sure Coach
1: Izzo it, and them will, yeah. if they can be, if they don't have a Big Ten tournament game. They I'm sure.
2: play, I think, on Saturday and Sunday. They would play Saturday and Sunday. I mean, it's a strong chance. So they can be. I'm sure that somebody. <laughs> oh, Coach, <laughs> I think I got to stick behind. Oh, yeah, uh, you know, yeah. I got um, I got a urgent care tomorrow. Right. Uh, the day after got the a nasal drip, yeah. but, <laughs>
0: but just seeing him on that college floor. And seeing, you know, they've already stepped It'll his up. will be a
2: third college floor that he's played on this year, right? And, and but this will one.
0: be by far the biggest. Yeah. And it will also just be again, you know, you're thinking of what's to come. Probably Here do some we're Nike seeing reps this kid there, as too. a freshman, yeah. and where he's he's going to be someday. Uh, it's gonna be really you, fun to kind of soak that in. There'll
1: probably be some Nike reps in the stands too. You okay. know you're a big deal when before you hit high school, Nike comes in and gives you an AAU team. Sure. Yes. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> I, and I names, know. And names and names it after you. And if it right. is
0: U D J at Ipsy Lincoln, it is gonna be pretty electric there. I think for Josh uh, Jackson it Saturday. took until the sophomore think, year for Under
1: Armour to come in that and crowd give him his is, own.
2: No, he got in his freshman year. Was it his freshman but, year? Yeah. But uh with with, I think that that's gonna be a you know op, great opportunity to sell out. Then if you look even in a class D, Tri Unity is Tri-Unity Christian is gonna bring fans. Yeah, yeah. You know, and uh let's say Tri Unity Christian, Southfield and the and then Ipsy Lincoln and in, in, uh U a D. Yeah. In that first in the first session of the yeah, finals. Yeah, the
0: first session. If that winds
2: up happening, hey, get there early. Yeah. You know, make sure you get your ticket. You're gonna be in that second bowl. Yeah. That third bowl, I'm letting you know yeah. right now, you know, you're gonna be way up top and you've got like two bathrooms on that whole floor or whatever you know yeah. so make sure yeah. you you pr- prepare
0: yeah absolutely mm-hmm. uh and in division two are uh, we saying it's going to be
1: river rouge i mean yeah yeah, uh,
0: yeah i'm rolling yeah. with rouge yep. and uh and
1: R- and rouge to win they've been yep. there two uh, straight yeah. years They're third or sorry they've been there three That's straight three year years
0: too. we'll be they'll have the blazers on blazers are going to be rocking best those. dress yeah. best dressed team yeah. exactly. in the mhsa exactly,
1: exactly. right Yes, Very Lamont dapper.
0: Stone's going to be having. Stone's going to be just so excited. He's going
2: to. I don't know. I mean, how many guys get Bring to say that, that, that they won a year championship and they come back twenty years, years later and, later and win later another one? Like and he won one as the Brent, a, Dar- was the the Brent the, Darby era. I think he won one as an, in when he was in high school when he graduated high school. What nineteen sixty seven or something like that? <laughs> 1965. He played for Lofton Green. He
1: played for Lofton Green. The you know kind of he was teammates with Lamonte. Right. That's
2: all. That's all old Lamonte Stone is. He was teammates with Lofton Green. <laughs>
1: In Division Three, are we
0: gonna see Edison in Pawama, Westphalia?
2: Oh is uh Ed-
0: Edison probably takes care of Iron Mountain, I would think, just to how well they're playing. Yeah,
2: but and, Iron Mountain's playing pretty well too. Yeah. I, I love it that we've got future division one guys that are playing yeah. in, you know, division three semifinals, yeah. you know, which you always don't find. Yeah. But yeah, um uh i I think that Pawama, Westphalia, and to be honest, Pawama, yeah. Westphalia's been there a few times, you know, the present, you know, in they haven't – is it their year to get it done? Yeah. You know, it would, uh, obviously nothing's surprising us this year. But, you know, for West failure to win, I, I think it would be – Edison's
1: there, I'm saying Edison's yeah. going to take it.
0: Yeah, that's what I would yep. say, Edison to win it. Um, that's that's where we're at there. Uh, and then finally in Division Four, I think we already kind of alluded to this. It'll be Southfield Christian and Wyoming Tri-Unity Christian. Southfield Christian mm-hmm. getting the it done. experience factor.
1: Yeah. Not that Tri-Unity hasn't been there, but yeah, this, okay. this team is – be. A,
3: Spent yeah. yeah. a lot of time on the presence center floor. Seen a, a lot Greek of game. new players. It's like, it's like a yep. de facto
1: yeah. home floor for Softville Christian. I mean, really, it is. <laughs> I know. Yeah. Yeah. Right. I'm sure they got to practice
2: there earlier and stuff like that. Brock Washington got a few calls.
1: Yeah. Right. They right. got a former uh, Eagle alum that's on the bench at Michigan State.
2: Yep. We'll walk on there, you know. So yep. I think yep. he got his first points
1: on. Uh, and his brother, uh, Bryce Washington, is doing a pretty, it out pretty good job in the Ivy League at Penn.
2: There are lots of guys that are doing very yeah. well. Huh? And, you know, and it, it's it's kind of amazing to see how some of these freshmen who are now in college are, are doing it. Yeah, these aren't are, really the highest is. recruited guys. I talked to the guys over at American, you know, where Jacob Buna said this. And yeah. Now you've got – he's, like, doing, he's doing really well. Yeah he's, he's, yeah, he's won twice. He won Patriot uh, Freshman of the Year. The thing is, somebody got hurt. They needed somebody to step up. He stepped up. Yeah. You know, and boom, that's exactly what – when you go to college, it's when you go – be prepared. You know, it's not like, hey, you're going to go there and you're going to have a good time. You know, those dudes are getting paid pretty well and they're about their business, Yeah, you know, and their business is winning. And if you can help them do yeah, that. You,
0: play in the Ivy League, you can get in the big dance. Who, yeah. who was that calling you just now? I was trying to see the name.
2: Oh, this is uh, Lonnie G from uh, okay. from Northwood, okay. assistant coach, dedicated assistant coach, if I can say that.
0: Got it. Uh, all right, so that's going to wrap it up. Again, next week we're going to have a special show. Uh, what we're going to do is uh, really do a, a full Blown out highlights, long form. We'll have interviews with players and stuff, and then we'll have some great hang time analysis talking about Division One, Two, Three, and Four. The only
1: bummer is that a week from now, season will be over with. We got to wait until oh, December yeah. of. Uh, but then we start 19. talking. Then we
2: start talking recruiting. Right. Right. Crouton, yeah, Crouton, as they say in it's West Virginia, 20, it's 24 <laughs> 7. That's right, in this day and age, that's, that's right. what it is. We're gonna have a lot of guys who are gonna, it's gonna be a busy seniors, time who are unsigned yeah. seniors, you know. we were just talking about Evan Thomas, yeah, you know, over at Okemos who's you know near a 4.0 grade point average, 1480 SAT, which like uh, pro, I, don't uh, care, uh, I don't care, I don't care what the you know, SAT, yeah, yeah, they, they say 50 is 50. I guess you'd say fourteen eighty is fourteen eighty. Yeah. You know that's like Hershey, Pennsylvania stuff right there. You know, but yeah, you know, shout out to. But he's a kid that's slowly going to move on. More opportunities are opening up because his team is winning. There are a lot of guys that are going to get offers. I think that the guys at River Rouge, some of those guys are going to wind yeah. up getting you know further their further their recruitment because of winning, which is absolutely so key to high school basketball. And people like to have winners. Yep. Yeah. You know.
0: Absolutely. Absolutely. It's going to be fun. And, uh, it's, it's, it's good. it's gonna be awesome. I don't know what that was. No, we're we we're, we're no, we're not on camera. Well, we are on camera, but we're not, you're not seeing this. So, uh, again, but this we'll was good. I'm up. glad we had the ex- extra opportunity to talk and, yep. uh, and, uh, again, we'll do it. Uh, we'll do it all on camera, uh, next week as we wrap up the season. So once again, thank you so much, uh, for this portion of it, but the show's not done. Uh, we are now going to get to Matt Mowry. We're going to talk girls basketball. That is coming up right after the break. All right, welcome back to State Champs Hang Time, Michigan, Matt Mowry in the house. The managing digital editor here on statechampsnetwork.com. You can all read his stuff. Um, you know, he's everywhere. And when it comes to girls basketball, uh, he is on this beat like no one in the state. And I can say that unequivocally. Uh, that uh, this, you know, what you've done this season has been really great, and great for state champs, and great for the girls, because uh, we've given them a lot of coverage. He's done a lot of traveling, and uh, really feels like he's got a pulse on on where these teams are at. You know, I don't think we see nearly as many upsets as we've seen boys. Right. Uh, when it comes to girls, things typically seem to play out, but then every once in a while you there have some. You yeah. have upsets, yeah. and you you've got uh, you know big matchups coming up here. Now, the interesting thing is. We're recording this hours before the regional (laughs) finals get started. So most of this uh, is going to be a prognosticating kind of thing, but that's all right. We're talking in general, and should there be some uh, major upsets, then so be it. And we'll talk more about it next week. so we're gonna go for about you know about eight minutes here on the audio on the video side of things, and then we will uh, take it to the audio side of things. So if you want to hear more about what we're talking about in girls' basketball, we'll get there. So here on the video side, we'll start off, and uh, he set set me up with some nice uh, topics here to to get into, and and uh, the big one is the quote unquote challenge for Detroit Edison, a team that. Uh, lived in Class C, e, uh-huh. now Division Three, up to Division Two, hoping that this was going to be a, uh, again a more difficult time. We're going to have right. more competitive games, but I
4: don't think that's the way this thing has played out. So far, it has not, and and this is nothing against the intentions of Edison because I think their decision making process was. Spot on that they wanted, they wanted a new horizon basically to chase after, and and I think they got that part of it. You know, new teams that they're playing, ones that they hadn't faced in the postseason before. What they haven't really gotten is the challenge so far. I think the uh, district semifinal against uh, a very good Harper Woods Chandler Park team that gave them a battle for the better part of a half before Edison separated to make it a 30 point game. Yeah. I mean, if that's that's the closest they've gotten to a challenge. The other score so far are 99 to 23, 78 16 They couldn't get 100, to they could get one more. I mean, uh, yeah. That's probably because, you know, some the of dog. the yeah, the call you, especially when you're that deep, you okay. can just throw out your freshman unit. Yeah. <clears throat> and and Tonight's game is against a, a center line team that was 15. And you nine. say tonight and they're listening to this Thursday. Yes, so this is, last night's yeah, game, last yeah, night, yeah, 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 Wednesday night's yes. uh, regional finals. Yeah, um, but they, but they were fifth in the in the MAC Gold, and it's part of the problem too. Is in in Division Two in Southeast Michigan. You know there are a couple of teams. I think a lot of the strength. Is a little more outstate in this division, too. Right, right. So, this part right. of the bracket that they're going through right. is also not as strong. Right. And the other part is when we were right. looking at it at the beginning of the season, we all said, okay, well, then they're going to meet Country Day in the quarters. Right. Country Day is not here, which is just a weird feeling. Yeah, When was the last
0: time they lost in the districts?
4: uh, 21 (laughs) years ago, I think, (laughs) was the last time they did not win a district title. It's just it was been a run and and, you know, they've gone from the districts to almost every one of those years winning a regional title, you know, and and so the expectation, considering what their resume looked like over the last two decades, you kind of figured that, okay, well, yes, they're going to run into Country Day. Not the yeah. case. Yeah. You know, it, it could be, you know, they might get Pontiac Notre Dame prep or Goodrich. And Goodrich is a team that is probably better than their record, but they're definitely not the Goodrich team of five or six years ago when they were consistently running into, um, Country Day in the quarters and in the regional finals when they had, you know, a couple of missed basketball candidates. That that was a different level of Goodrich team. This is a very good one, and they could probably give, you know, Edison a little bit of a run. In the semifinals, Edison might get a Chelsea team that's got one loss or a right. Carleton Airport team that's got one loss, Jackson Northwest team that was in the finals last year against Country Day or a Hazlitt team that knocked off uh, Williamston. But, again, you're, you're, you're still looking at some teams that are – they're going to be severe underdogs in the game. Um, and then in the finals they could get Freeland or Central right. Montcalm or muskegon Oakridge with with a Sophia Wired who's mm-hmm. you know had a right. Toledo yeah. or a Hamilton team is undefeated. So there there are still challenges to come, but I just you know looking at the first portion of their trip through the playoffs so far, you know, it, yeah. Having said all of that, Competitively, yeah. they might have been better served to stay in d funny? And, and face, you know, again, some of the same teams they faced again. You know, now, mind you, in talking to some of those teams, I know Steve Eklund at, at Poama Westfield he joked that he was sending Christmas cards now to, to Monique for making the decision for, for going up. But they, competitively, yeah. I think they might have faced some better, uh, or or if they had opted all the way up into D1, it might have been a, a better challenge for them. Well, no.
0: That would have been. That that would have shook everything. Up yeah. If yeah. they would have been in division 1. Yeah, yeah, that would have uh that would have been pretty crazy. Um yeah, it, again, it's it that's an odd thing yeah. that division 2 is kind of the least competitive right. in in terms of who they would go up against, but uh as you know, you've said this has been kind of an odd year.
4: Right. Right, and also I think it, it, it changed general. when when we went from divisions to classes because right. there were a couple of contenders. Expl-
0: explain how, like, how that changed.
4: It wasn't well, just in name alone. Classes is when you take all of the schools and you divide it by four. Divisions is when you take all of the schools that have the team in that particular sport. So since there were a lot of teams or a lot of schools, especially smaller ones, that didn't necessarily have the sport, Yeah. so what it did is it changed. So there were some Class B teams like – to give you an example, Michigan Center made it to the semis last year in Class B, but they were a Division III team this year. So just because they, you know, ended up below that threshold. Um, so that would have been another contender. If we were still back in the Class B system, Michigan Center would have been one of those teams that was right up there. And they, they had a, a pretty colossal battle in, in districts with Grass Lake, who was right on their heels and actually won their conference. Right. Um, but then they got knocked off by Springport in, in the regional – semis on on Monday so um Michigan Center was one of those teams that we kind of had in the top four or five in D3 all season long and at one point we're in the super 10 and up to about six or seven across the state so I I think there would have been some teams like that 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 probably were you know those real small class B schools that could have been you know additional challengers but but yeah and a lot of times what you also end up with in in class B is you're either you're either the biggest school in your conference or you're not really getting challenged by the C schools or you're the smallest in an A-B conference and so you're getting, you know, the snot kicked out of you right. sometimes by the A schools. Yeah. So Class B has always kind of been a betwixt in between for some some schools, but um, and there's really not anything you can change yeah. about that. But um, and, and it does hurt that, that this isn't a traditional year as far as some of those powers, yeah. really.
0: Yeah. Well, and when we talk girls basketball a lot of cases we're talking about sacred heart yes. and we're talking about our lady of the lakes
4: same old sauce and we're yep. talking
0: about country day and even marion now who yep. was upset yep. uh in the regional semis um if you, you know growth point north a good team right very oh, good team absolutely great match up there uh, as they went to uh, take on the actual the main event on state champs this week is the uh, Gross Point North uh, Southfield A and T regional final. It's almost a shame it's in a regional final right. for that game, but that's the way it works out. Um, so you could check that out uh, later this week. Uh, but you know, again, some of those traditional teams for whatever reason um, aren't there right now.
4: Yeah, and if if I was looking back over the last decade and considering what teams that I've covered the most in the playoffs, it's probably those four. Yeah. Marion, Mount Pleasant Sacred Heart, uh, Waterford Our Lady of the Lakes, uh, Country Day. Mm -hmm. I mean, just because those are the teams that were consistently making runs all the way to the finals. and. It's just weird to not see yeah, especially in class D where Waterford I Lakes and Sacred Heart have been in the yeah. finals or semis almost every year in the last decade. Right. It just looks odd. And Marion's had their you know, ups and downs over the last decade or so, but you know, in the last six years at least they've been a contender for more often than not. And To see all of them out, especially Country Day, I mean, that's always just been so much of a fixture. 21 straight district titles is just mind-boggling. And, of course, they have the most finals appearances of any girls' basketball program in state history. So for it to just be over in a blink like that, I mean, I was thinking maybe that 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 last, you know, gasp would come in, you know, maybe regionals or maybe— you know, maybe if it, they ended up in quarterfinals, certainly right. against Edison. But yeah, when I saw them play Gross Point North, which was their second to last regular
0: season the game, they were with them yeah. and uh, and and playing well. And again, they had you know some good athletes that were matched up. And uh, I was like, all right, well, I think this is a country day team that's coming together. Right. Uh, obviously, Frank's final season. Right. Meeting Frank Orlando, the head coach, and uh, yeah, maybe they've got a, a regional run in them, and who knows? Maybe they they get to the quarters or somehow find a way to get to the semis. I'm not sure where uh, we, what did we say the Edison would have wound up? That would have been Quarters, a quarterfinal yep. matchup. So, yep. you know, that could have been their swan song, but still right. would have been a, a quarterfinal matchup. But um, hey, credit the teams that are there. St. Ignatius and Portland St. Patrick are still there. Yeah,
4: those those are two that will, will be, you know, still in that. Portland St. Patrick had Adrian Lenaway Christian in a regional final Wednesday night. So that was going to be, you know, right. that's a tough Right. So we don't matchup. know how that one has
0: turned right. out yet. Yeah, we could exactly. say it's over or not, which right. that's a tough game.
4: Yeah. And St. Ignace is another, St. Ignace is another one of those borderline yeah. schools. They were in C last year and didn't right. make, you know, a very deep run. And now in D, they're one of the, you know, the powers that be. And they're going to be one of the favorites. It'll either be Lenaway Christian getting a second in a row, I think, or, or St. Ignace getting a sixth title, putting them right there on the second tier behind well, country day
0: let's say uh you know whether it is portland st patrick or lenaway uh where do you see where would they end up be up uh, be playing St. Ignace? what what would that end up being that'd be the final it'd be the state yeah. final okay yep. that's right okay yep. so all right so um yeah yeah so that will be um that would you think yeah. that will probably be st Ignatius' biggest hurdle one of
4: those two teams yeah well and and st ignis gets kingston along the way which kingston's only two losses are to division one or class a schools and utica eisenhower by i believe three and oxford i believe by one now utica eisenhower and oxford were not teams that made a deep run in division one so we're not talking you know you know, a Sacramento Heritage-level team or a midland Dow level team. But those are, you know, when you're a D4 team and you have, you know, smaller bodies and smaller, you know, size of your team, to be that close with yeah. two Division one teams and have those be your only two losses, that's impressive. Having said that, I think, you know, still, this is probably going to end up being a collision course right. between those two. Yeah. Uh,
0: Again, um, we're recording this before the Regional Final, so everything we say here could be completely... Um, Cast aside, but uh, it's fun to talk about it before. So we're just kind of prognosticating here, uh, as when as the, we're already getting ready for quarters. Once you're listening to this, but uh, again, Julia Arold and Gross Point North knocking off Marion. Uh, I know that uh, when Scott Bernstein was was leaving here, yeah. he was saying that uh, you know some some of the uh, the word out there was that uh, Julia Arolt should be the favorite. Uh, for Miss Basketball and not Rakia Jackson. Right. I am not in that camp. Right. Uh, but um, that is not taking away anything from what Julia Arold has been able to do and how she is able to carry this team because that was a big win over Marion.
4: Absolutely. I don't know that anybody necessarily, especially because they met early in the season and it had been lopsided in the other direction, yeah. I believe. It w- It was not, I, I don't think it was a, a real close game. But, and we said this in large part last year. Gross Point North is going to go as Julia goes. She she kind of has to carry the load in a lot of different ways for mm-hmm. them. Um, and Gary Bennett, the GPN coach, yep. even it has admitted that he knew last year when they made the run to the semis, that was kind of an overachievement in a lot of ways. Julia raised her game, and by doing that. A lot of the other players on the team were able to raise their games as well. And so it was kind of a team that just got really hot all at once because I don't know that at the time he thought that they were necessarily a semifinal team when they ended the regular season. Having said that, mm-hmm. same thing can happen. I mean, that that's when you get hot at postseason time, that's the perfect time for it they weren't necessarily as challenged as much in their conference race as we thought maybe they would. Because traditionally, the MAC Red, you know, you don't go through unscathed. And for them to right. run through the MAC Red, you know, with the Dakotas and the Port Huron Northerns yeah. and Warren Cousinot, you know, you don't go – you have a, a trip up every yeah. once in a while. For them to go through unscathed Cousineau was almost, almost one of those – was not too long. Yep, yep. Yeah. So for them to go through unscathed, I think, was almost a little – then you're kind of going, well, is this conference the stuff which we thought it was, you know, right. and, and or, or are they better than yeah? yeah. Exactly. And so it was it was hard to tell, but you, the one head to head they had with you know another contender was the Marion loss early in the season, so that always kind of kept them slotted behind. And then they, um, so it, you kind of figured that this was going to be Marion's you know game, but having said that, again, if you get a, a player who gets hot like, like Julia has. The last two postseasons. And as as Gary Bennett has said, she does everything you need on the floor. She rebounds, she plays defense, she blocks shots, she a lot of times guards the opponent's best player. Yeah. She scores she by the way. a lot of minutes. She she, you know, sets her teammates up for shots. She's basically and then when you go off the floor, he said, she also does everything you want to, a teammate to do off the floor as far as being a good teammate and oh, yeah. being, you know, a very... So, yeah, you know, she's a... For the fact that she's probably going to be the overlooked candidate of the four who are the finalists, she is very much a legitimate candidate and she probably, you know, she very much deserves to be in the final four. Yeah. Um, And if she has a couple more, you know... It, this is validating that when yeah. she has these kind of postseason performances.
0: Yeah, Monday, March 18th is when they announce Miss Basketball. Yep. Uh, it will be interesting to see what the vote total right. is uh, at the end. You know, pretty much in, in the boys' side, it was pretty much all Southeast Michigan teams. Right. Uh, and so, you know, it wasn't like we, we had a whole lot of, I mean, really, when you saw the final result, it was Romeo wins yeah. by a lot. Was by uh, a landslide. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, this will be interesting because we've got teams from a few different areas, mm-hmm. Um, being Muskegon and Saginaw right. and then right. two from this area. Um, so that will be, we'll see what it'll be. I really going to be curious to see what the order is at the end on, on voting. And, uh, um, you know, voting has ended already. Right. You know, which right. again, this is one of the things that, you know, I, I'm i going to try to opine for moving forward. I really would love to see this award handed out the after the season. Yeah. You know what I mean? What, what you know, why can't you do it even on the same day? You well, know, or well, I'm, actually, I'm sorry. You got Mondays and Mondays because you've got right. the boys' finals, girls' season still going, right? Right. So let's say this Monday is when you give the boys, and then right. the next Monday is right. when you give the girls. Uh, I mean, that's kind of how we do it with Mr. Football, right. and it just makes sense because the biggest games. I mean, when when the voting is done for a lot of these playoffs, haven't even started yet. Yep. You know,
4: yep. and, and and a lot of those things. And I here's think when New Haven set them out of the playoffs right. now.
0: The day after he gets yeah. Mr. Basketball, yeah. not saying he wouldn't have won it. He would have won it. I think so. Yeah. Uh, yep. Even if that would have happened, but just saying.
4: Yeah. Well, and I think a lot of times when when you talk about these things, they're the same things we talk about in you know our our. Politics and government in general, the way things were set up was because the technology at the time, you know, when you're licking a stamp and putting it on an envelope and sending it in the mail, you got to leave some lead time. Now with, you know, SurveyMonkey and with, yeah. you know, all the electronic stuff that they do to get these votes tabulated, you can do it in a day or right. two. Right, right. Whereas, you yes. know, you don't have to leave Before, the week. right lead time of waiting on, you know, yes. the U.S. Postal Service to bring yes. all that of makes, them in. Yes, so, I so, see
0: why they did it. Yeah, before. absolutely. Yes.
4: Back then, you know, yeah. it made a lot more sense. But yeah. now I, I totally agree with you. If you could yeah. wait until the end of the postseason and then let everything settle. And a lot of times they uh, have And the, a lot
0: of sports do that. You know, absolutely. the dream team for swimming isn't put out till after the state final meet, you know, because they're not going to pick before. Uh, it just makes sense. Miss Softball is right. announced basically at the state finals. Well, and a lot of know? a lot of which you could do too, right. if you wanted to give that award Absolutely. at the state finals. What a great stage sure. to have that person come out and take their award, even sure. if that person is playing in that yep. game.
4: Yep. You know, And, or in between and the games. I know they they represent the award a lot of times there because yeah. I know you know Taniya Davis was, was yeah. one of the ones I remember seeing at Goodrich right. get the award while she was playing in a game against yeah. Country Day, I believe that that year, yeah. but. And a lot of times, the coaches' associations will have their meetings for all state at those, and it seems like that would be a logical time where you could hash it out. Now, you may then run into people who can't make it to those those coaches' meetings, so and you, that might be the the area that you know you might have to have absentee ballots. Something well, you've like got that.
0: that's what technology. Is yeah, for. absolutely. So yep. you could set it up where you can vote electronically yep. very quickly. Yep. And, if you're not uh, going to be here, just log on. And verify your yeah. name and who, your credentials and yep. who you are, and it. And it can be all crypted and and, right. uh, and protected so we don't right. have hacking going on and uh, scandal uh, breaking out. And I know what some of you maybe think, well, Lauren, don't you have all the influence on BCAM and make it that? No, I don't. Uh, granted, BCAM is a part of this podcast and uh, part of State Champs. And we basically are in our partnership to celebrate uh, coaches and right. what it is that they do as an organization. Um, but we do not have influence as to uh, how things are run. And when things have been run a certain way for so long, that's usually how they stay. And change is, uh, let's just say, um, not embraced right. by the the. Remember, we're talking about membership. We're talking right. about the biggest, uh, uh, largest membership in the country. Yeah, uh, is Bcam. So, yep. um, that there w- would definitely have to. But I think the conference, just like we talk about seedings in the yep. tournaments, it's the same thing that we, when we can talk about moving forward. Thankfully, to technology and allowing us to tabulate much quicker than we ever could before, um, that perhaps doing it later would be a, a smart decision. Now, again, this year. And I'm stunned if Rikia Jackson doesn't win Miss Basketball. I would be too. I I would be floored. Uh, Not taking anything away from those other players because they're all great. And I think in any other year, man, we have a really close race. Right. You know, on any other year. Uh, And again, those are my personal feelings. I could be, you know, I don't want to represent everyone here. Sure. I'm not speaking for Matt. (laughs) Uh, And and granted, you know, the bottom line, so this year I think Rikia and Romeo would have won it. Yeah, Had they I, gone I through the so. run, yeah. even if the yeah. both teams would have lost right. somehow. Uh, although it would be very interesting if somehow um, Edison f- f- floundered in the semis. and, and Getting right. to the finals would be one thing, but if they lost in the semis or the quarters, right? Uh, and let's say there was a missed basketball vote after the fact, right. and let's say Heritage is rolling yeah. and they're in the finals, uh, and maybe they win, right. and they beat a Southfield a team, yeah. let's say, that's uh, amazing. Uh, boy, there'd be a lot of conversation for Mo Journal. Absolutely. And same goes for Julia Aroll. If they beat Selfie at A&T and yep. they're the ones that are in the final, yeah, that would yep. be very interesting. But um, I-, I wanted to bring a couple of things up. And, again, this has already happened, so I just wanted to get conversation prior. But, uh, you know, we talked about Ann Arbor Pioneer mm-hmm. this season and yep. that they-, they had a good squad. We talked about Wayne Memorial and how good they are. Do, do you think that game's going to be close? I— Or is Wayne Memorial just really, really good? Wayne Memorial is really, really good. Yeah, and we're just not giving them a, you know, they're going to beat a lot of teams.
4: Part of their problem, and I even talked about this a little bit with with the Wayne folks, is that the East Division of the KLA this year was not very good. Right. And it just, so it really wasn't, they weren't challenged in their division. And then they tried to play, you know, as many non-conference tough games as they could. Well, they ended up having to play Edison twice. That was their only two losses, was right. to Edison. Now, granted, talking about Wayne Memorial, yeah, yeah, you can't get very much better of, of a non-conference competition. But it's so it, it, I think they flew under the radar for the majority of the season. But given how handily they were able to beat, obviously, albeit at the time, a shorthanded Heartland team um, in the KLA tournament, and then turn around and do the same thing to Brighton. Those were top ten yeah. teams, legit top ten teams. They were not, so I, I think, I, I think Wayne was probably underrated for a lot of the season just because they weren't playing a lot of teams like that until the very end of the season. Um, because I think they played Heartland, Brighton, and the second game against Edison within like an eight day span, something like that. Can Pioneer knock them off? Pioneer has uncommon size. We talked about that early in the yeah. season with Asaria Turman, who's going across town to Concordia, um, controlling the boards and the, and the youngster, the freshman coming off the bench, if she still does, and Davi Matthews. And then they have some youngsters on the wing. I think the difference is that Wayne can run out a fleet of Six footers as well to combat that, so that all that advantage that Pioneer has on some teams is kind of neutralized. Yeah, and then I don't know that that Pioneer can match what the firepower that Wayne has on the wings, because they can bring it's and it's not just Janae Terry coming off you know off the wing. It's 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 a fleet yeah. of good players that are coming off the wing. Yeah. So I think that's probably where the the difference will be. Um, Pioneers got some very good young players. Yeah, they're some, young. Some very solid veteran players yeah. ahead of them. I saw them against um, Skyline yeah, early, yeah. you
0: know, early January. You know, putting up fifty, sixty points. A sure. lot of, I mean, you know, I think they were freshmen running the point. Yep, and yep. Uh, and and they were doing. Uh, 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 a heck of a job yeah. i mean they were really you know they're coached well yes uh yes. and you know he had them really play well you know that salim was a good team this year mm-hmm. yep. uh they beat them you know a couple of times i think three times because they, they, yeah, they took ended them up being in, in, in the playoffs so. but twenty eight, twenty six, man it's right. about right. defensive effort but to beat brighton 42 35 it's yes. a solid win yeah to get to the regional final.
4: And that's a Brighton team that brings back and they yeah, have they like have it. yeah, they have Sophie Zekin, who's going to Bowling Green right. in the middle and they have a fleet of guards on the perimeter that that can shoot and can get to the basket. You know, it's it's probably not where they wanted to finish off. I think they wanted another crack at Wayne, I think, but but having said that, I don't know that that the first matchup with Wayne for Brighton was one where they could go, "Oh, well we had this, you know, This thing happened to us, so therefore we should have been better than we were in this game. Because I think the score in that Wayne Brighton game was probably where those two teams are so i i don't i think they would have had an uphill battle to beat wayne as well um had they faced them but that's a brighton team that brings back everybody but one player yeah so they're going to be good again next year well
0: when we're talking division one quarters are going to be really uh very interesting uh you know dow and heritage have already played again yeah dow beat heritage earlier this season on heritage's floor floor, which they do uncommonly often (laughs) so um what happened you know what happens do you, do you see Heritage falling in the regionals? They've met. Do you met see down winning this game? S-
4: they've met six straight years before this I mean, one. This is Dallas the seventh 23 straight. Three and one. I know. You know,
0: and Heritage was twenty-one and two coming into this game, and their well, two losses again were against really, really good yeah,
4: teams. Yeah, yeah. They both have the senior core yeah. that are driving this team with with heritage it's mo joiner and shine strickland gills who's going to central and mallory mccartney who's going to ferris that's a very solid core and that's the core that carried them quite frankly to the state for title last year yeah what they don't have that they did last year is they don't necessarily have the depth so what dow was able to do because they have you know their senior core of of molly davis and and Maisie taylor who's going to northwood in the backcourt right um what they were able to do was kind of slough off the other to whoever else was on the floor with that big three for heritage and double team you know whether it be mo joiner or or shine in the post and it, it may come down to secondary or may have come down to secondary scoring because i think dow has another enough other options whether it be you know their their post players who can chip in some buckets here and there if if especially if they get left alone to double on molly or Maisie, um and and then with with um jada garner and alexa colinitis the the younger guards they can hit shots too so i think dow has enough extra scoring that i don't know that it was you know I don't, even though this one's on a neutral floor and it's not on you know it's mount pleasant uh, yeah, yeah it's it was actually a bay city western oh yep. okay that yeah, mount pleasant was hosting the region oh, oh i and got didn't, it didn't host a single game oh, so okay,
3: oh, okay. okay. it's kind of weird <laughs> okay all right
4: because uh, Dow had to go up north to okay. for their uh for their uh semi-final against marquette okay um, yes and the other one was at davison i think so yeah it's it's Going to be on a neutral site, and they both play there before, so it's yeah. not going to be an unf- unfamiliar gym. Certainly at Western, but it's not that that th- there's nothing in anybody's head like, oh gosh, they've beaten us here, yeah. you know, X number of times. Heritage has had the advantage when they've met in the postseason four-two, but I think one of those losses to Dow was actually on their home court in districts a couple years ago. Um, so it's I, I will be. The, the
0: game has been played. Yes, we already know who's played. won. Who yeah. won? I'm forcing you to make a decision.
3: Pick, but it's okay. Like it, the great it, thing
0: is picks, it works either way. Right. If you pick against the team that, that wins, right. well, then they're going to be like, oh, we're getting no respect. And right. you got a nice bill of more right. material that you gave to them. And if you right. make the right, it's like, well, man, knows what he's talking
3: about.
4: I picked Dow at, at the start of the, the postseason to make it, you know, I, so I think got, to the semis. Yeah, yeah, so I think I think all right. Dow. All
0: right. I will say Heritage wins. Because yeah. you picked, picked I had, them. I yeah, did to you go. Now... I will say the winner, it's interesting, the quarterfinal sets up an interesting quarterfinal because you had Heartland and Waldlake Lake Western playing right. in the regional final. Right. Walled Lake Western has one loss on the season.
4: Uh-huh. To Walled Lake Central. Yep.
0: Right. By one point. By one point. They did not play Heartland this year. No. Which is interesting considering all the teams that they played, Milford and all yeah. these other teams, they just did not play Heartland. I saw Heartland recently uh, for the second time actually this season. Mm. And they just looked unstoppable. Yeah. Uh, and so um, I have not seen Wald Lake Western, but just looking at their schedule and their competition and, and the quite frankly, the uh, um, point differential in right. their wins, which is quite significant, um, I think they definitely had a shot in this game.
4: Uh, absolutely. And it's going to come down to pressure. Have you seen and, and... them live this yeah, year? Yeah, twice. Oh, okay. Yep. So um, what are your ooh.
0: thoughts of that matchup, even though we know it's already happened?
4: Wald Lake Western. Wall Lake Western, right. quite frankly, the LVC is not as strong as the KLA North. Because those. essentially what they did is when, when the LVC split off from yeah. the KLA, took all of the North teams and a couple of the West and yeah. um, a couple of the Central teams and the South Lion teams, that was not as strong a conference. And right. they didn't really play... A tremendous non-conference schedule. When you look at, it. and it, actually, right. it was one of those when it came down to who do I bump into the number ten slot one week, and it was between Brighton and them. And yeah. Brighton had played a better non-conference schedule yeah. than they than had, Western. They had. had
0: Churchill, Novi, West Bloomfield, Mount Clemens, Clarkston, I think was in there. Groves. Yep. Yeah, Mount Clemens, yep. which they won 69-11. to 11. Exactly, yeah. <laughs> yeah.
4: And so it's not that that they're not a very good team. I think Those they are. Those were all wins, are. though, by the way. Yes, yeah. So. yeah. And, and the, only, the only loss was to a rival, Wild Lake Central, in yeah. the one that didn't count. Because they only played this year in the LVC. They only played once through yeah. so they could do a tournament. Um, right. And so they wanted to play double with their rivals from Wild Lake Central. Right. So they played that second game, which really right. didn't mean anything. Right, right. So, and they beat them the first time. Yeah, they beat them the first time. And then they beat them in the LVC Championship yeah. game. And then they beat them again in district. Right. So yes. they got their yes. revenge yes. for that. <laughs> yes, certainly. they sure did. But, yes. and, and this is a Wild yes. Lake Western team Yeah. over the last four or five years that has really come up out of nowhere. I mean, it had they had a coaching mess there for a couple of years where they had – Three coaches in four years, or three coaches in four years, I think. And now it's definitely kind of stabilized with Steve Emmert, However long he wants to stay there, um, he's been around. You know, he was yeah. at Walled Lake Central way back in the day, yeah. Oh, yeah. facing off against Don Palmer when he yes, was in right. Milford. Yeah, we asked Don about that. Other, where, yeah, yeah, early in the season. Yeah, yeah. Um, and between them, they've got thirteen hundred varsity wins between boys and girls. Yeah. Um, so these, you know, it's going to be a, it, it's going to be a matchup where. Steve Emmer has always been somebody who liked to play with pace, who liked to get up and down the floor, and they're not a team that does not have very much size. They've got, you know, a bunch of kids who are between 5'6", five, 5'10", five, maybe 5'11", uh, but they do not definitely have a six-footer. So if Heartland is able to slow this down and make it into a half-court game with their size advantage with yeah. Whitney Solom in the yeah. middle, and she's been a double-double machine for, like, the last four or five games. Yeah, great distributor that's, well. Yeah, that's going to be one where she she's finally, it seems like, playing like we all knew that she was capable yep. at the start of the yep. season she just had to get over you know some yeah, of that working back into shape coming back, back, from, shape, coming yeah, back exactly. from the knee injury yeah, yeah. so it took her kind of a while to get to, to get on yep. you know steady yep. and it took a while to integrate her in because yep. they'd had to play with her for so long they kind of this yep. is how we play yeah without her so yep. they kind of got some her freshmen back on in. that team yeah. that had to you
0: know get their uh, feet under them yep. and I, I think they're all play, hitting on all cylinders now i think we think heartland wins yeah, that game I yeah so. yep. uh sets up interesting does heartland have a chance against dow or heritage
4: yeah oh certainly yeah. and i think i think heartland is another one of those teams a little bit like brighton that's going to be a fun matchup to watch next year they're really young Their one senior on heartland's team right. does not play very much so I remember I was at one of the, the Heartland games, and, and Coach Palmer basically said to the Solemn sisters, you're going to have to help out with senior night because we only have one senior to help plan it. So it's going to be one where they're a very young team. And as we said, with Heritage and Dow, they're both much more veteran. Now they have some young players who are, you know, complementary pieces, but really they're driven by that senior class. And and uh, Heartland is, is not. They're younger. So youth can be a... Factor in games like that, especially when you get deeper in the playoffs and you get, start to get nerves and kids who haven't been there before. Um, so I, I think that would be, but. Talent-wise, yes, they, they have every bit of a chance to match up because those freshmen that Heartland has and those younger players are really good. Yeah. And as we said, Whitney Solomon is finally getting to be where we thought she would be, and she's a difference maker. So yeah. could they beat both of those teams? Yes. And
0: because we're not going to be speaking probably until after quarters, right. uh, most likely, so uh, I, think, I think it's probably safe to say that we're probably – Going to be looking at uh, Muskegon versus Southfield A&T. I think so. In the semis. And then we'll most likely have a Wayne Memorial versus a Heritage or Dow. Yep. Uh, I think so. Scenario, and that's kind of how we picked it at the start. Final four, right there. Absolutely, that is is some good stuff. Yep. Yeah, that is some good stuff. All right, a couple other things before we before we go. Um, Hamilton drops Edwardsburg. That was kind of the big ranked matchup there. Yeah. And you know, and looking at Hamilton's kind of path moving forward, you see them kind of making a long run here now.
4: I think they probably beat Plainwell to get to the quarterfinals. Um, But in the quarterfinals, they're going to get a matchup more than likely with Muskegon-Oakridge and Sophia Wired. And Oakridge's only three losses were to Arbor Prep, Conference rival Whitehall in three overtimes, and that was in a span of a couple weeks where they were going through a midseason coaching change, which always was, you know, there was some turmoil. And then to Reese puffer in the last week of the season, and it was a non-conference matchup, I mean, against a good team. So so that's a very – and you have – girls basketball still tends to be, you know – Dictated by the teams that have the best players yeah. and the stars. Yeah. And so when you have a team that's got a star yeah. like that. And a player who can fill it up for 40 points if she needs to. Like like Sophia can. That's going to be a tough tough matchup for them. Um, I think they can get to the right. semis in, in, in Hamilton. But I think that's kind of one of those toss-up games between yeah. the two.
0: Yeah, no doubt about it. In uh, D3, do you see uh, Ann Arbor Prep in Piwamo in the semifinal,
4: I think Arbor Prep's got a Arbor tougher. Prep, yeah, prep. I've got Arbor Arbor Prep's got a tougher road okay. because Springport. That they'll probably get in in quarters, is a 19 win team that won the Big Eight, and beat Michigan Center, which as we said was one of those teams that we had in the the top five almost all season long. Um, Michigan Center beat Grass Lake. Uh, which is one of the only three teams yeah. to beat Springport. They beat them in districts and then turned around and lost to, to Springport. On Powamo side, they've got uh, an unbeaten Centerville team or a Niles Brandywine team that's only got one loss. They, they could give them a run. But I still think they probably get through both of those. Um, Kent City really was their their big hurdle that they had to get by, and that was a two point win in mon- on Monday uh, in the in the regional semifinals. I think PW gets there. I think Arbor Prep has a tough time now. Having said that, I think everybody looks at Arbor Prep and they think, oh, this is a team that you know has been to multiple Final Fours and multiple you know quarters. Well, really, that's the coaching staff and one or two players because they lost everybody from last year and this is a very young team that they knew was probably going to take some lumps before it kind of came together now i think they're coming together a little bit more here at the end and there they have talent but again it's very young talent so you don't know if that's going to be talent that's up or talent that's down and you can get that you know sometimes in the same game with with youngsters like that i I think Arbor prep could get there i just think they're they're probably going to have a harder time than pw
0: and in division four (coughs) is it going to be lenaway christian saint ignis
4: I think so. I think we talked earlier yeah, in the in the video did. portion about Kingston being the the hurdle for Saint Ignace, but Saint Ignace has <laughs> they've run rush out over some people. There's an interesting matchup, I think, for them uh, in in the regional finals against right. at the, the team on the other end of the bridge, which is really cool. Yeah, it, it yeah, kind of is the battle um, of the bridge, right? In, the Mackinac in, bridge, right? In in Mac City, that has had never won a regional game until they they did it. Back on Monday, um, so it, it'll be interesting. I think that's probably a Saint Ignace team that that kind of rolls through, and I think it ends up being a Lenawee Christian Saint Ignace. Saint Ignace has been one of those programs that has just been you know kind of the the benchmark whether they're in C or D. You know they're always a contender. It seems like they they dip down every once in a while if they go through kind of a trough in talent. But Lenaway Christian, it's going to be interesting to see how, you know, how they stick around. I think they're going to be contenders as long as the Salandine sisters are in, in school, and that would be another this year and another two for, for the younger of the two, Brie yeah um, so I think they're going to be contenders for for probably at least the next three years, but you never know if a program pops up kind of out of nowhere if they're going to you know how long they they kind of sustain that run and if they become wow. one of those benchmark programs like the Portland St Pats and the St Ignaces and, and I think it's easier to do that in a d four setting than it is you know at d one or d two yeah um but but it'll be interesting to see, but yeah, that's going to be if they do meet up in the finals, that will be a uh, a colossal. Right. Colossal matchup.
0: All right. Well, rapid here we'll kind of get an update on how our picks have done uh, so far, and I'm kind of like just between you and me, looking at you know I think in right. in Division One the uh, I had Heartland as a yep. sleeper. They're yep. still alive. You all Muskega four of the final sleeper. four. Yep. 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 All four of the final four. Um, yeah. Who is Dewitt playing?
4: Um, Dewitt has somebody on the west side, and I can't remember who because they're over in Caledonia
0: look i'm trying to pull it up here oh there it is yeah they've got cold water cold water yeah. yeah they're in the yeah, yeah, a yeah very good cold floor. water gene yeah. yes exactly so yeah so um so yeah so that that's good you uh you have yours all still alive although yep. we say they're still alive because right, we Midland yeah. down and i heard right. get played so yeah we kind of can't uh
4: as of this moment yes, yes, yes they are still alive it, yes
0: exactly uh in division two how are we looking there
4: um, I have three Freeland's of the alive, four. Alive. I think all of us had three of the four because okay. Williamson got bumped out. Right. Which bu- that right. was, that That's was a uh, shocker. Well, it was, and it was on both boys and girls in the district finals to the same opponent, the yeah. rival Hazlitt, and it's just... Yeah. I, those are two very good Williamston teams that were just out way earlier than anybody expected. Yeah. Um, you've got your sleeper, Oak Ridge alive. alive. Yeah. Um, I've got my sleeper, Hamilton, alive yeah. as of this moment. Yeah. And Scott's got his sleeper, Chelsea, alive. So, yeah. it, you know, that could change yeah, yeah. in a couple hours here. Yes, yes, but, yes, yes. yeah, we're all doing pretty well in D2. Yeah. D3. D three, we're not doing as well.
3: Yeah,
4: uh, you have two of your final four. You got P W and Hemlock yeah. still going. Right. Glen Lake and Grass Lake are out. Are out, and your sleeper Byron was out. Yep. um, one of the final four is what I have. I have P W left because yeah. I have I lost Glen Lake, Grass Lake, and Reese. Right. Um, and my sleepers Kent City and Michigan Center are both out. So yeah. I'm not doing well in, yeah. in D three. But
0: we all pick Paywamba to win. Yeah. And yeah. so yep. – uh, that's kind of the way things are going. And
4: Scott has two of his final four. He's got PW and Hamity alive. All right. So.
0: Yeah. What about Division Four?
4: Division Four, I think we all have had all four of the finalists yeah. um, St. Ignace, Kingston, Gaylord, St. Mary, and Lanaway Christian.
0: Yeah. Yeah. They're all so, there. Yep. Uh, Athens and Bellevue still uh, alive?
4: Um, yeah. Athens, Athens
0: was my sleeper.
4: I didn't check the sleepers. Uh-huh. Athens right.
0: is not, I believe. It's always fun to see the sleeper. Bellevue yeah. still up. Still Bellevue, uh, I believe. Yeah, not is in still the boys. Out. No, the boys got upset, but no. uh, the girls are still going. So, uh, all
4: right. When I did, I did some bonus round picks. I picked all the way I, through I, the district. I, I, yeah, so, I saw that. Jeez, and I was, you're crazy. I was. Well, and part of that was just working out the process of, you know, that way you're ensuring yeah. that you get the right matchups yeah, yeah, going yeah. forward. And if yeah. if you think somebody, I guess 75 percent of the district uh, winners right in D1. And D2, again, did not do as well. Yeah. And D4, I didn't do as well, 53%. So I got 17 of 32, but 85 of 128 overall is not bad. I'll take 66%. It's failing grade in school, but I'll I'll take that as a batting average. Yeah, see,
0: absolutely. You'll be a Hall of Famer. Right. Right? (laughs) All right. So uh, that's where we're at right now. We're going to wrap up this edition of uh, state champs hang time michigan uh thank you so much for listening uh we decided to go long form and i think you know for those who really dig listening to prep basketball it's not a lot of podcasts going there talking about it so uh we figured hey you know it's super simple to produce from an audio perspective sure. so that's uh why we decided to have long form so uh whether you watched it or you heard it i uh, hope you enjoyed it and uh again we uh, have an exciting weekend of boys basketball state finals up ahead and then next weekend uh, we'll be the girls, and uh, it's going to be a fun run here at the end. Absolutely. Yeah. We'll
4: see you all at Calvin and Breslin.
0: That's right. Exactly. Uh, it's, that's that's the next couple of weeks, and yeah. then we start thinking spring sports. So, uh, But recruiting, of course, will, will always be happening here at State Champs, and we'll be doing that as well. So, Once again, thank you so much for listening. We'll see you next week.